Hey there, hey, and welcome to the Monday pod of Born to be a Star. Today is Monday, the beginning of the week, getting back to everything we're supposed to be doing. I'm likely doing a lot of things. It's Monday. Uh, it's the beginning of the week at work. Who knows what's going on? It's always fun. Like at the beginning of the week, you have to start with all these, all these different things and all these different levels. And it's just, it's work. So let's do it. Anyways, did you know that you have the ability to utilize your star power in good ways, in meaningful ways, and in detrimental ways? Like, you could either positively affect yourself with your star power, or you could negatively affect yourself. Your star power is supposed to be used to ignite your power and your passion for doing amazing things and doing incredible things. And while I tell you all the time that you have to find confidence, you have to love yourself, you also can't get to a point where you're not doing that. You have to spend time with yourself. You have to love yourself. And you have to know that you can do anything you put your mind to. We need to get out of the mindset of what we can't do, and we need to get in the mindset of what we can do. Yes, we can never give up. Those are things that we should be saying to ourselves every day, all day, and we should be promoting ourselves and each other to do the unthinkable, the the things that are difficult, and, and to walk through the fiery gates of hell that's reality and earth and, and just get through some things. I know it can be difficult. I know sometimes you don't want to talk about things that don't make you feel good. I know somebody you love just died. I know you're sad. I know you're depressed. I know there's no way to get through that. I I felt that too. I know you've got some news that you don't want to hear. I understand. What I can tell you is you have the power to get through anything. And if you keep that positivity and that that happiness within yourself with your star power, you can do anything. Let's get to our favorite part of this conversation. No media allowed, no media allowed, no media allowed. Because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. So, I love having a platform where I can discuss media. Specifically, political media. And... Just the last week, it's dawned on me that people don't really like talking about politics. I feel like I like talking about politics because I like calling people out and showing these people who they are. But not everyone agrees with that. I think it's my responsibility to tell the truth about things versus lying about things. Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, all these old fake people, all these rhinos in the Republican Party, like trying to act like they're Republicans, but clearly they're not. I know everybody's got all this negative things to say about Trump and how he was a detriment to our society, but we've got multiple problems going on at once here. Nancy Pelosi is about to go to China and disrupt what they said nationally not to send her. No one's listening to that. They want to deny a recession by saying there's another definition for that. But there isn't. It's a recession. There's two negative GDPs. No news station admitted that on Thursday. Not one. I looked. The only newscast that I could see that was talking about it was something from Australia. Okay? Australia called out America. That's pathetic. Anyways... They won't admit reality. The Biden administration's in clear denial. Inflation's not going down. Even though the Fed has upped it to 70, 75% again, that's still not helping. The housing market, there aren't any houses. And now the, the rate is going up. Like, So now you're, you're spending more and, again, you're paying more. And the house prices are still totally crazy. The chip deal that they just made is an embarrassment to politicians that Nancy Pelosi is allowed to do insider trading to that degree in front of all of our faces. And the president of the United States is not holding her accountable. The 
CIA is not holding her accountable and the people that are supposed to be holding these politicians accountable aren't doing anything. None of them are held accountable. You know what? They have a monkey zoo. They have a zoo in Washington and they just allow these animals to run around and do whatever the hell they want. And then when it comes to holding people accountable, like, I don't know, Hillary Clinton's uh, lawyer, who obviously was guilty and she obviously did things she wasn't supposed to do. No one's held accountable. These people just get to walk away from any sort of responsibility. And the reason I can't be quiet and the reason I don't want to be quiet and the reason I don't want to be silent is because I'm a voice among many other people that agree with me that these are the villains. These are the monsters and these are the soul takers. These people don't fucking care about you or anybody else. They will rip your skin through to get whatever they need to get. They don't care. Look how they act about people in their own party. If progressives are saying something too loud, they silence them and and get them removed from running. I mean, come on, man. Nancy Pelosi is clearly a problem. Clearly. The House Speaker, no one likes her. And I I have to be the one to say this about Biden. No one likes him either. He has the lowest score ever. And I'm sorry. If you had all this power to change the prices of gas and you did it very quickly, why didn't you do that before? And the feds, what the fuck were you waiting for? You keep giving out stimulus checks and shit. I'd rather you not give me a stimulus check and the inflation goes away. How about that? Stop printing money where there's no money to give it to you. We're 30, I don't know if it's billion or zillion, but we're $30 billion in debt, dude. And um, it's not good. And giving money to Ukraine and that whole nightmare that's happening, you're still trying to ponder to me that it's our responsibility as Americans to help Ukraine. How is it our responsibility? And you can't go around the world promoting love and peace and honor and all that. And you're trying to disrupt the Constitution of the United States of America, trying to limit our ability to have firearms, which is our Second Amendment. And then trying to say it's okay for a man to want to be a woman. Now, I'm not saying I'm I'm like transphobic or anything like that because I'm not. I don't have anything against trans, straight, bisexual, gay, whatever the fuck you want to call it. I don't care. I love everybody just the same. It doesn't matter if you love a girl, you love a boy, a girl loves a girl, a girl, a girl loves a dude, a dude loves a dude, whatever. Transsexual, pansexual, whatever the fuck it is, I don't care. None of that matters to me. But on the bigger scheme, when it comes to sports and it comes to people only wanting to change their sexuality so they can gain something, that needs to be caught very early. And they're trying to indoctrinate children. The P for plus for LGBTQ plus is for pedophilia. Okay, they're trying to indoctrinate children at a very young age and give a child the ability to understand their sexuality at five year old, five years old. A child doesn't know what the fuck is going on. They're playing with some goddamn blocks and a fucking Barbie. Even at 10 year old, the kid is kind of cognizant and they can read and do math and everything. But they haven't figured out their entire lives. Do you think at 10 they know what college they're going to go to? Maybe they do have an understanding of that at a, at a faster rate at 10 years old. But by the time they get to 16 or 17, they might change their minds. As someone that has worked with children and is a teacher, I can definitely tell you they're coming after kids. Because whatever Facebook's doing, or Meta, you want to call it Meta now, or Instagram, or Snapchat or TikTok, they need younger viewers to constantly be using data for them to profit off of it. And if they don't have that, they have nothing. But Meta's in trouble right now because of the restrictions that Apple has put in place. And it's fun to watch them burn. Their numbers aren't adding up. You can see it if you watch CNBC and you watch Halftime or you watch any of the shows. You want to take a, a listen to Mad Money or you want to watch any of the shows in that station, I recommend it. Or just look at Wall Street Live. Like if you have an iPhone, if you click and you, you go to the left, you can see the numbers. Look at the trades. Look at their numbers. Go back and look at the numbers from January. Metbook, um, Facebook, I call it Metbook. Damn, that's what it probably should be called. Uh, tech is not faring well. Any of it. People have caught on. 
And young people aren't on Meta. Like, they make fun of it. I deactivated mine, and I'm not going back on it. That shit's whack. Next. Like, the only people that are on that are old. I'm sorry. I'm saying it. Like, no young person is on Meta. They're not. It's not for young people. It's turned into something pathetic. And Instagram, they decided to change whatever they were going to do with Instagram because Kim Kardashian called them out. And they're concerned about what the fuck Kim Kardashian said. And I'm on board with Kim Kardashian. You're going to change everything on Instagram? Like, hey, Kim, create your own goddamn social media platform and I'll go support you on there. Like, these people are crazy, dude. Like, Mark Zuckerberg is a fucking monster and he needs to be removed. They need to disconnect the tech and they need to make some changes the politicians that are in the office have to get down and dirty with these people because I'm sorry. I don't want you knowing all my steps and all my moves. I'm sorry. I don't want you having all my data, meta, Facebook, Instagram, my, that's why you have to be smart on these programs. You can't post your whole entire life on these things and you can't be saying things like that. That's stupid. I'm not, there you go. Um, be smarter. They only want your information because it benefits them. That's why you have to privatize your accounts. That's why you have to limit the things people can see. And and that's why you have to deactivate some things. You have to be smarter. The government is a problem right now. And the United States is in debt. And they're not going to tell you about the recession. But I am. And these people aren't going to have these detailed conversations with you that aren't fun. But I am. And you know what? If I sound like I'm repeating myself or you don't like what I'm saying, I apologize for that. But I have to say this. I have to come out. I can't hide. I can't hide how I feel. I I can't hide what I'm doing. I think it's so important. And I owe it to my family. I owe it to people I love. I owe it to my husband. I owe it to my friends. Not to be a fake liar. Like every anchor on television and every actor, they will go back and forth. And these famous celebrity people are fake as TV. I can't be one of them. And I won't be. So you make your decision about what's happening. Hold these people accountable. When November comes, do not vote for them. You might be Democratic, but you might want to think about voting Republican. And you know why you want to think about voting Republican? Because Democrats can't handle anything. They keep spending money that the United States does not have. The United States is going bankrupt. The United States is going to turn into Cuba. The United States is going to turn into China. The United States is going to turn into these totalitarian countries that are run by like a king king or a queen. They're run by people that don't want to give up power. What do you think Putin is? It's quite hilarious how Biden and all these Democrats want to talk about Putin. But they're far worse because they're lying about what their motive is and their motive is to be just like him. Hello. Nancy Pelosi knows what she's doing with China and Biden isn't shutting her up. And none of them are having her just back the fuck off and be quiet. They get, the government and the United States is played all the people that helped the government run and now they're trying to silence us you need to get out where you live and you need to listen not only to democrats but listen to what the republicans are saying someone needs to be comparable with math and adding and subtracting and understanding you can't spend what you don't have that's how an inflation happens So be smarter, be wiser, and hold these people accountable. And also don't just listen to like Republican thoughts. Listen to Democratic Democratic thoughts too. Because not only do I listen to Republicans, but I also listen to the Young Turks. I also listen to Majority Report. And I also listen to Pod Save America and a bunch of other leftist crap too. But not only do I listen to that, but I listen to Don Dan Bongino. I listen to Tucker Carlson. And I listen to other uh a lot of other right voices as well.
I listen to a variety of both of them. Because I don't want to be on the side of one versus another. Although I, I, I like conservative views and I'm more on the side of that than with democratic. I just think anything democratic is idiotic. That's my personal belief. I don't think they know how to add correctly. And I'm concerned about the United States overall. I'm concerned for the children. I'm concerned for my kids. I'm concerned for the future. What's going to happen when water starts running out? What's going to happen when you can't source things? That's my concern. Is that going to be fixed? I don't know. Moving on to the next part of our conversation. Thank you for turning into the tuning into this Monday edition of No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, No Media Allowed, because they lie to us, they lie to us anyway. Don Lemon is a fraud. Ha, I said it. Moving on to the next part of our conversation. Positive thoughts can be useful. Positive thoughts can be useful. Instead of always thinking negative or always being mad, find a way to be happy. Although I talk about politicians a lot or politics a lot and have a lot to say about it, the reason I got to this point is because I was in denial for a long, long time. But you know what my positive thoughts are? Hey, it's a nice day. Hey, I'm going to get a something cold to drink. Hey, when I get out of work, I'm going to go play with my, my puppy. Like, on this day, I'm going to hang out with my mom. I have this plan, blah, blah, blah. Thinking positively. Just being grateful for, you know, the fact that you woke up with 10 fingers and 10 toes and you can see and you can hear and you can talk. That's what I'm meaning when I'm talking about positively. I wake up every morning and I, and I thank God. And I know everyone is not religious and I'm not the most religious person either. But I do only believe in Jesus Christ. And if you want to believe in something else, you can go ahead and do that. I, I think there has to be a God and to think that there isn't one. Like the people that are saying there, they don't believe in anything. I don't know how they do that. I'm not going to shun them for doing that. But... I do have Christian views and values, and um, I I can't just get rid of them. Um, earlier in the year, you know, I was having all these difficult thoughts because uh, Skip truly hates churches. He thinks that, you know, they're only out to victimize people and steal their money. And, and churches are businesses, and I understand that. But I still want to be connected with God. And the only way I can do that is with church. And I still want to be connected with the word of God and the preachings of God and the demeanor of God mentally and spiritually and just in any way possible. And I know, you know, not everyone will agree with that. Some people will will want to say that they believe in a different God, God's or they believe in like a, a different way of believing in a spiritual situation. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can give up on the God that's always loved me and has always made things possible for me. And I got to think that it's only him doing that. That all the loved ones that I've lost are in heaven above angels watching out. And I and I got to think that that's that's what we're all here for. So thinking positively brings me back to that. Like, what would my Nana want me to do? Like, what would my mom want me to do? Thinking positively, like thinking about all the positive things I have in my life. I find myself reminiscing on that all the time. I'm alive. Uh, you know, um, you know, I I can control what's next. And so can you. That's thinking positively. Hey, this worked today. Hey, that conversation I just had was great. Hey, um, I don't have like something stuck in my throat my allergies are bad but I took Zyrtec and now I can slightly breathe better like the water in the bathroom is warm when I took the shower like I got my hair done and I like the color like thinking positively even if something is not exactly as great as you want it to be you can still make it positive by thinking positively or having positive thoughts just that next part of our conversation not talking about something won't make it better. You know how the, at the beginning of the conversation of no me allowed, I said that people say talking about politics all the time isn't good and you can't always be talking about politics because it turns people off. That might be true. But denying reality and not talking about the fact that we're in a recession, the United States is failing, shit is burning down around us, and the, it feels like the end is near. It's not going to make it like that's not all true. 
Things are falling down all around us. People are doing things they're not supposed to do. People are lying. They're holding us hostage while they do whatever they want. Nancy Pelosi is doing insider trading with her husband. That's illegal in the United States, but she keeps doing that. They've got a fake government in Washington that holds no one accountable. And they're still talking about January 6th. I'm sorry, it's about to be 2023. Get on with it. President Trump isn't the the one in office holding everything together right now. That's Biden. And he can't even stay awake. He stutters. He doesn't read the teleprompter correct. He trips when he's going up the plane every time. And he looks like he's lost. He got lost at the White House. He's calling for his mother in the audience. I don't know if that's sad or pathetic. Your mother's been dead for years. Like, do they practice with him first? This is what I mean by... not talking about something if you just are silent about all of that everything that i said happened it's reality it occurred if if you're silent about it it's not going to be like it didn't happen and the reason why i talk about the shit a lot is because i just feel like in america we live in a country where all these freaks want to be like celebrities aoc wants to be an instagram celebrity And she wants to have all this nice stuff and she doesn't want to be held accountable and she wants to pretend like she's like a Victoria's Secret model, but she's also a politician not doing anything from where she represents. She wants to be part of this progressive caucus that's a bunch of fucking fake losers that don't actually care about who they represent. That's one part of it. The celebrity actors that want to pretend like they're doing something is another part of the problem in America. We worship them. That's not a good idea. We shouldn't be on Instagram trying to act like we're like a fucking Kardashian or uh, Justin Bieber or something. We shouldn't like fan out for these celebrity people and, and make them feel like they're not human. They're human. Like, how did we get lost in this? Like, this is what I mean by being silent won't make it better. I have these conversations with my husband every day, not only with him, but I have these kind of conversations with my mom, with his mom, with his sisters, with my brothers, just constructive conversations about, you know, the society we live in, like these ridiculous, like Justin Bieber looking for sympathy because he says he has some disease that I don't know if it's real, but I'm probably sure he's going to find a way to recover from it since he's like real popular like these people live off of sympathy and they want you to pay attention to them they thrive off of attention and it's pathetic and i'm calling them out and i don't care i don't care what that sounds like i can't i can't lie i can't be that person and i'm not going to be silent because it's convenient and i'm not going to keep my thoughts in my head because you told me to i don't have anyone telling me what to say here This is the reason why it's R-rated content or whatever it says in the podcast. is because sometimes I say cuss words. It's because sometimes the explanation for something is very descriptive. That's what you want. Someone that's not full of shit and lying. And I'm not going to change that for anybody. Not on this podcast. Not in reality. Not anywhere. I'm going to stay original. And I encourage you to be that as well. I encourage you to stay who you are supposed to be. Have these detailed, very important conversations with anyone and not feel any way and stay who you are in it. I'm proudly a Republican. And if you don't like that, you don't have to. If you want to be Democratic, I'm not telling you what to do. If you don't want to believe in God and you want to believe in nothing, I'm not telling you to believe in God. If you want to like yellow and green and you want those to be your favorite colors instead of blue good for you if you want to live in istanbul and you don't want to live in europe then you don't have to if you want to drive a bike instead of owning a car then enjoy your bike basically what i'm saying is not talking about something doesn't make it better denying reality doesn't make reality pretty it just means you're not talking about what's real And fake gets a rake. Moving on to the next part of our conversation. 
Will a closet organizer work? I don't know. Like, I want to say yes, but I don't know how it would work. I would need to go to, like, one of these stores and see it and and then let you know what it looks like. I kind of want to go on, like, Lowe's or Home Depot at some point, maybe once we figure out this property, and actually see what those look like. Um, This past weekend, I cleaned out our bedroom closet, and that was an undertaking. And I just have to get better at not doing things. I, I'm very busy all the time and and I kind of like try to leave things for later and that's a horrible thing to do and I have to get better at that. So I will be getting rid of things I don't need and I will be trying to make better decisions if I can, um, especially with where I live. But as far as organizing a closet, I have to think there's a better way to do it. I thought the way to organize a closet was to get like plastic containers and load your stuff up in that. But that's not always the case because at some point you might just be throwing things in one of the containers so you don't have to look at it. And that's not fixing the problem. So uh, I'm going to have to get into a Lowe's or Home Depot and find out. Is BoxyCharm fun? I think BoxyCharm is fun. You get a whole box full of like makeup and like um, products to make you feel pretty. Um, and, and I think it's essential. I do want to start my BoxyCharm back up. I, at some point, I have to go in there and set that back up. Um, I think it's a fun box to get. There's also the other box. Um, I can't remember the name of it. Uh, I think it starts with a B. And Bren got it for me. And I really liked it. There's a bunch of boxes that you can get out there. And it's fun to have a surprise show up at your door like every month. Um, ordering razors too. Uh, there's this razor um, that I really like that I found online. And it's exceptional. So I'm not buying anything at the store anymore. I just get everything delivered like to my door. And I like that. I like the flexibility of that. And I know you're wondering, like, you could just go to Target or Walmart and buy it. Yeah, but it's not the same quality, so pass. Which is why I like BoxyCharm, and I like ordering things online more. It Everything in the store is not the same quality. Some of the stuff in the store is cheaper. I'm just telling you that. Moving on to Star Watch Talk. Thanks for tuning in to what we're going to talk about with watching things. Woke sports are a turnoff. Like, baseball with the guy talking about stuff that doesn't have to do with baseball it's a turnoff I'm looking at baseball because I want to see what's going to happen in the game I'm a Dodgers fan but I do enjoy watching the Mets as well and I'm watching the game because I want to see what's going to happen that's why I'm watching baseball not because I want to hear you talk about something that's not connected to baseball can we stick with sports here that's why we're boycotting basketball and I can't see us ever watching it again I don't like the hypocrisy of it and the connection between politics and sports is irritating. I want to watch the game. I don't want to hear about your political view. I don't care. I want to see if you can get the ball in. that's That's what I'm here for. Outside of that, I don't get it. Already predicting football calls. The last couple years, the calls during these football games have been ridiculous. Like, every five seconds, there's a whistle. I'm noticing when the Cowboys are playing, there's often more calls there. Just, can they play the game? Can you referees stop being so fucking annoying? And can we give less power to the refs? I mean, I'm not going to lie. Football is kind of brutal. Some of the hits and the pushes and the punts and some of the movements are not easy. And you might get injured and you might get wounded. But that's the beast of the game. That's the nature of the beast in the game. That's why we're watching it. We want to see you're experiencing all this defense and you have to be offense and you're trying to get from one line to the other. And we're trying to see who's going to get the touchdown or who's going to get all these other things that are going to add up for you to win the game. Outside of that, like whistle, 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 whistle isn't helping me figure that out. Like, I, and I'm predominantly watching this for fantasy, but I'm also watching because I like the game of football. Well, if everything's a whistle call, it's turning me off. Like, it's making me feel like, what am I looking at? And if everything is a call, like, three points quarter on this, active defense, blah, blah. And then they bring them back to this line. And it's like, really, dude? Really? Did you really need to make that call? Or automatic blah 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 this person said this like seriously 
Like, that's why when they're playing, I'm just praying to God in my head. Like, don't say anything stupid. Don't go up to the ref. Just stay in the game. Keep your helmet on. Just be quiet. Don't say anything. Don't try to fight with the other team. Granted, there's more fighting, and I feel like hockey than football. But sometimes you're going to have those games. But I'm always hoping that they, they could just keep their, their calm so we could just get to a good game. But I don't like the referees lately, and I'm I'm hoping that this year things could maybe just be a little better. Who's ready for fantasy? I love fantasy. I love fantasy. I don't really like fantasy baseball. My husband does, but I do like fantasy football. That's my favorite. I also like fantasy hockey. Fantasy golf's okay. He more so does that. I really want to get into fantasy tennis, but I don't know how long that's going to take me to do it. But I feel like that would be something I would like. Um, I do like fantasy. It's a way to use numbers, uh, for sports and it's fun. It, and it's, it's so like, you get to look at different players and you get to figure out who's going to do what. And, and that's why it's called fantasy and it's fun and you can do it in a group. You can do it with a smaller group. You can be in multiple leagues. It's just very entertaining. And I definitely, you know, I'm, I'm glad I'm on board with that. Next part of our conversation. ESPN Plus is the best way to watch hockey games. It is the best way to watch hockey games because you can literally watch all the hockey games on ESPN Plus. That's why we've got that triple play with ESPN Plus, Disney Plus, and Hulu. Because who wouldn't want that? You get all three. And why wouldn't you want all three? Granted, there's really nothing on Disney, but we're not talking about that right now. But ESPN Plus having access to all those sports and all those articles is essential. I'm totally a sports girl. I've been one since I was a little kid. My brothers and my dad always loved sports. And my dad watches NASCAR on Sunday. And he definitely watches football. And my brothers definitely watch football too. So, you know, growing up with brothers, it's inevitable. I would be that like 12-year-old on the couch with my dad getting excited about watching football. That's me. I love sports. Like when my husband's hanging out with his dad, I'm in the conversation with them because I love sports. I really do. It's it's entertaining. Like I like trying to see the team I enjoy win or I like at least watching them attempt to win. And And that's the good part of sports. I mean, that's what you're there for, right? And hockey is definitely one of my favorite sports. I love the Rangers. I also love the... What's it called? I'm definitely. I think that the hockey team I'm talking about And don't quote me on this. For the love of God. Okay, so I like the Maple Leafs. I like the Rangers. The Rangers are my fave. And my third favorite team is... The Sharks. 
So the Sharks, the Maple Leafs, and the Rangers are my favorite teams. Uh, some of the teams that I think absolutely suck. Uh, the Panthers aren't that great. The Flames are eh. Uh, I'm not a, a Bruins fan, and I know I knew, live in New England, and you're like, why? Because I love the Rangers, so I can't go from Rangers to Bruins. I just can't do it. And um, Coyotes, I don't know. I think Skip likes them. Ottawa Senators are okay, but, yo, like, most of the time, they're not playing the way they should be playing. And I love the Rangers, but they got to stop, like, fighting and focusing on the damn puck. So get it done, man. Sabres, they're kind of just, eh, eh. But, you know, maybe this would be a different year. Um, I love Canadian sports. I love the accent, and I love the fierceness in the players, which is why I love the Maple Blue Leaves. And I'm excited to see them play this year. They did a phenomenal job last year, and I'm, I'm really excited to see what they have this year. As you can tell, I know a lot about hockey and sports and everything. And like I said before, I, I grew up watching football with my dad, and, and I love sports. So I'm not, I'm not going to not be who I am. Um, me and Skip love hockey and, um, having access to ESPN plus means we get access to know when there's trades. We get access to know about secret games. We can watch all the games we want with ESPN plus. It's like, it's like a double high five, man. It's like perfect. And like, if you don't have access to it, you're not getting the best sports. You need to have ESPN plus. That's basically what I'm saying. I'm ready for soccer, too, but I know that's going to take longer to come on. But as you know, my favorite team is Manchester City. I do have some other teams that I like to play as well, but Manchester City is my favorite team. Skip's favorite team as well. We really get into it. Um, They play a lot of um, soccer on uh, Paramount Plus during the day. I don't really get to watch it because of I'm at work, but sometimes Skip is nice and he'll DVR it, or uh, maybe if I get home early enough, I get to watch a game live. Um, it was just an extraordinary um, season for uh, Manchester City, and I was just so excited for them, uh, especially as a fan of the team and a fan of the sport. It was so good. It was just so good. And these, this is why you want to have a variety of ways to watch things. Because now Apple is dipping its foot into sports. And Apple already has Ted Lasso, which is predominantly about soccer. And there's such a connection between sports and people. It's insane. Gotta love it. Next part of our conversation, TV has a tendency to attempt to replace actors for the same role. Like, they, like, put different people in the same role, and they try to get the same, like, outcome out of it. And that doesn't work. Like, they'll try to do, like, an action show, or they'll try to recreate something with a different person, and it it won't fall through. Like, Black is sure, or, like, I don't know. Like, there'll never be another monk, because there's no one that could play monk. There's not another monk. Like, some of these people, like, some of the characters from Family, uh, what is it? Not Family, uh. I'm drawing a blank on the name of that. But there's these shows with DJ and her sister and Stephanie, that show. You know what I'm talking about. Um, these shows, these earlier shows that came out, you cannot, even Family Matters, and I think that came out even earlier than the other one, these shows can't be replaced, like, they try to do them now and current, and and it doesn't have the same appeal, like, it almost feels fake, and some of these actors cannot play those roles. So, like, as someone that loves to watch things and has access to everything to watch it on, like, we have cable, and we have basically every station that comes with cable, right? We have Xfinity. Then we have ESPN+. Plus. Then we have Disney+. Plus. Then we have Hulu+, Plus. basically. We have Netflix Unlimited, and I've got the HD Supermax version of that. Then we've got Shudder. 
Then we've got all the stations that come with TV. Then we've got Apple. That's just ridiculously, like, innovative. Then we've got Amazon. Like, there's so many different things on all of those platforms. And when you're trying to recreate the same type of thing, that doesn't always work. The I Know What You Did Last Summer on Amazon, incredible. Uh, It did have some similar connections to the original um, I Know What You Did Last Summer. But it broke it off of that originality in a way that made sense. I'm just hoping that Amazon can do more of that. And I want Netflix to be able to do more of that as well. I, I don't know. I like dark, eerie things like mysteries or murder mysteries or horror. I'm just more so into that. That's more of my niche. I also like sports-related things because I like sports. Um, I kind of like comedy, but comedy is not my go-to. But, you know, The Shaw is pretty decent. I'll watch that. It's just you cannot replace certain people with another person. Like, they, they do that in soap operas. Or from what I've heard, they like to replace one person with another person. And it's like, really? Really? That's not always the best decision. Next part of our conversation. Let's get into Veekstar, Veekstar, Veekstar. Where you recognize, where you recognize your star. Well, Big Star is where I typically talk about veggies and healthiness and all the great things that come with life. So let's get into Big Star. Let's do it. Thin sliced pizza is necessary. And the reason you want thin sliced pizza is because it's a little layer of gluten, not an entire big thick layer. And I don't know. I like thin crust pizza better anyways. So for me, I'm going to go with that one as an option. Um, light cheese light sauce, uh, light toppings. Delicious. Um, and there's so many options for pizza. Pizza, pizza. Love it. I mean, for us, this park lane, I work in the middle of, like, the downtown area, and there's just plenty of places to eat there, and it's all really good, and it's all really cool. Um, awesome. Um, Local eats. I was just talking about that. When you're, when you work somewhere, you live by a place that has a lot of places to eat. Maybe you don't have to stress out that much about meal prepping or making dinner or anything like that. Because you can always order out or you can meet whoever you're going to eat with and eat in that area. And I think that's always a great option, honestly. Um, Dinner dates with family members or a friend dinner dates can be fun like i told my mom we need to do it where we go out on a dinner date like to a restaurant and then we have like a fun conversation and maybe walk around and look at some stores and it's not really a date but it's just like uh meeting up to just spend time together like if you work full time and you don't have any time that's a way to like connect and build on your relationship and like, because that's what a dinner date is between, like, a husband and a wife. Like, you have a little date, but it's a dinner date. Like, it's not a date date. Like, that's what I meant. Um, and I think that could be fun. It doesn't just have to be with your mom. It could be your your brother. It could be with your sister. It could be with your best friend. It could be with your coworker. It could be with anybody. It could be fun. Um, being a regular. Being a regular is fun. You walk in somewhere and everybody that works there knows your name. They know what you like. They can pretty much predict what you're going to get. That's what being a regular is, and that's what I like to be. I like to support my local stores, my local private-run businesses. I like being that person to go into Starbucks every day and get something from Starbucks. I like to be the person to go eat at the same place over and over and over again so they know it's Friday and you're coming to eat there. I like that. That is security for me. It's comfort and it feels nice. I like being a supportive person in this world of destruction and chaos and and ornery and 
and sometimes things aren't nice. But to let a business owner or the staff know that you're going to be back, can't beat that. There's nothing to beat that. Just saying. Moving on to the next part of our conversation. Blending your own juices. I know you think, oh, I got to go get this juice from this place. You can do it yourself. You just get the things you want to blend the juice with. And you get the, the uh, you can use the attachment for the KitchenAid for the juicer. Or you can get the juicer uh, device off of Amazon. Because they have everything on Amazon, which is convenient. Or you can find a recipe and the instructions on how to make it. I'm not saying that juice it by hand. I would honestly use the attachment or I would get the juicer machine. You can even find that in Target or Walmart. I think it's like maybe 15 bucks or something. You can make your own orange juice. You can make your own everything. Honestly, I think juicing and drinking more fluids is a great way to start a diet. And it's definitely going to clean you out and it's just easier. So I think for going into this next week, I am going to be drinking more juices that's going to be predominantly what I'm eating. And I am going to be making a lot of different changes because I do want to control my weight. I want to control my health. And I want to be the very best version of myself that I could be. Because I do want to live longer and I do want to live stronger. And if I'm going to do, if I'm going to help myself get back to where I need to be, then I can help other people I love get back to where they need to be. And that's so important and that's so critical. It's not a diet. It's a lifestyle. And it's not a lifestyle one day. It has to be a lifestyle every day. Sometimes you can get off track, but you can get right back on track and get right back to where you need to go. And juicing is one part of that process. And you don't have to spend $20 on one. You can learn how to do it at home. Amazon or the KitchenAid attachment. Let's go. Limiting dairy. Dairy can be very destructive to your body. Like, I like yogurt, but I think I'm going to stop eating it. Like, I really do. Um, it, it might not be my friend. I already don't really drink milk. I don't consume a lot of ice cream. And I try to stay away from dairy. I limit my cheese. And I just feel like, for me, for being vegan for so long, I really don't trust dairy. Because I stopped eating all of it because of that. So if I'm going to eat any kind of dairy, it's going to be non-dairy options. I think I'm more so going to go for the vegan options. And my husband doesn't want me to do that, but I think mentally I'm going to have to get back into just no dairy for me. I already don't drink milk. I drink almond milk. I don't like the texture and I don't like the flavor of regular milk. And I haven't had regular milk in years and I'm not going back to it. I don't like it. I'm not saying I like oat milk because that's not really my thing either. But I definitely do like almond milk. Almond milk is very good. And I have an ice cream maker in our pantry. And I'm really going to get that thing out and make my own ice cream with some almond milk or some frozen fruit and get creative. Like I can make my own ice cream. I don't need to worry about getting an ice cream cone. I can make it myself. That's why I bought those things. So I could get creative. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. Get creative. haven't had a lot of cones this summer i was just talking about ice cream i had an ice cream cone at mcdonald's it was okay i was like oh, okay i haven't really we haven't really been a friendly so i haven't had ice cream like that we've got some of those blue bunny ice cream cones that come in the freezer section of the grocery store those are absolutely delicious so if you want to try something where you could eat it at home i definitely recommend that um they got rid of like the Dairy Queen near us. So like there's a drive to the Pike to go try it. But Dairy Queen's always fun. I do like ice cream, but like, again, it goes back to my fear with dairy. Like I'm more so looking for like yogurt if I'm gonna have it, not ice cream. But this hasn't really been a year for ice cream cones. I don't know why, but it just hasn't. It's just been too hot to do anything, honestly. And this upcoming week is supposed to be hotter than the weeks before. So we'll see what happens. Um, the prices of grocery shopping are to die for. Like, everything costs more. From juice to nutrient bars to salads to sushi Everything costs more. Everything. 
And so buying food is not like it was before, which is what leads me back to my idea of not meal prepping every day and spreading things out during the week so you're not spending time and stressing yourself the fuck out. Sometimes you'll want to just buy a shake or a juice from a local healthy place, or sometimes you just want to grab a salad or a sandwich, something simple, easy. If there's a chipotle nearby, grab a bowl. That's going to be easier than you going to the grocery store, buying all these things separately, making something. And I'm telling you that from someone that is a Herbalife trainer. I follow the uh, the um, tone it up routines and all that stuff too. For meal prepping, it's not cheap. Like you're supposed to have a, a meat, a veggie, and some sort of, so a protein, a vegetable, and some starch. So at Herbalife, it was brown rice, chicken, and green beans. And you're supposed to eat that every day. I feel like I would have to put cauliflower rice in that. Because rice is carbs, and carbs is sugar, and sugar is diabetes. See what I just did? See how I broke that down? So if you're going to do that, you're going to have to switch out the rice for cauliflower rice. You can have green beans, or you can have corn, or you can basically have any vegetable you want with that. It doesn't just have to be green beans. You don't just have to eat green beans. I personally love green beans. They're my favorite. They're my go-to. They're something that I absolutely I could eat that every day. I love green beans. I don't know if I'm the only one that loves green beans, but it's definitely one of my favorite vegetables. You can get it in a can, or you can get it fresh. I prefer the fresh green beans, but I'll eat it from a can too. It doesn't matter to me. Either way you want to give it to me. Uh, Green beans is always my go-to when I'm meal prepping. But the chicken isn't as cheap as it was before. So now you're spending more for the chicken. And even the cauliflower rice isn't cheap either. So now you're spending more for that. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, is it adding up? If I'm meal prepping for five days, does it make more sense for me to just spend a certain amount of money every day? Or do I meal prep? And do I really want to eat the same thing every day? Like, I don't know. I've evolved as a person. And I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I can do that every day. I mean, I've done it. And maybe I'll get back into that. But meal prepping... It's not really that much fun to me. I have to do it in a small amount of time because I have a lot of other things happening. And it's like an inconvenience. And I can't do it during the week because I'm always busy. So, like, I don't know. But. The price of groceries is insane. Not just meal prepping, but just buying normal things to have in your house to eat. Salads has gone up. Salad dressing has gone up. Snacks have gone up. Drinks have gone up. Everything's gone up. I feel like the only thing I should really be drinking is water just because I can get that out of the faucet and it's free or I could have it go through the Brita. That's probably smarter. Just saying, right? Anyways, Guess what? That is the end of the podcast on this Monday. Thank you for tuning in as always to Born to Be a Star. And I will see you same place, same time tomorrow on Tuesday. Bye.